we're going to start a Gavaldiga Sugya based on some of the Shilas that people are asking um, in this series. Baruch Hashem getting some great feedback from some of the Olam. This Shaila is actually asked by one of our Heidegger Talmudim that is still a Talmud of the Yeshiva, just happens to be in America working. And uh, he sent in this Shaila specifically. There was another Yid also that mentioned you in the email, Episode Savitz or something. Ah, very good. Regards, Nasameya, Shimon. Okay. He said to me, why do yeshivas not learn these things? And all of a sudden, when you go to work, you have to know all these things. And Akhanami, I said, what do you want from me? I can't change the world. But at least we're changing over here, that you guys, at least the guys that don't get brainwashed to stay in learning forever, go to work, and uh, at least you know the halachas. So today's Shaila, it was brought by one of the guys, and the Shaila goes like this, a very interesting Shaila, a very Nagea Shaila. It has various forms of being Nagea. So we'll try to, as we normally do, try to do a little bit of an introduction today, so the Olam understands where it comes from, what it applies to, and that Be'ez HaShem tomorrow, we'll try to go through the specific details. But just to give you the shy that was asked to me was like this. He asked me, and this is a very common shy, I didn't realize it was so common, I speak to a bunch of people about some of the shy that we're going to discuss and share, some of the opinions that they have, different things that different people do. And when I mentioned this, oh, this is a big shy I didn't even realize this was such a big shy What's the shy very simple Indian. Very simple, Shaila. This guy has a business, and he wants to know, can he order non-kosher food for his Goyish workers? These are not Jewish people. They're allowed to eat trafe, right? Am I allowed, as the owner of the company, or someone working for the company, which we'll get to also, to order non-kosher food for non-Jewish workers. Now, by the way, this has many different forms. This has many different forms. For example, a person that has investments or stocks in a company that deals with non-kosher food, also very, very common shaila, dealing with non-kosher food, as we'll see in a moment. So there's a lot of different shailas that we have to get to. Let's start like this. Number one, uh, a lot of people think there should be no problem. You ask anyone on the back, is there a problem? And he said, I don't understand, the guy's a goy. He's allowed to eat whatever he wants. What's the problem? So you're going to tell me one minute, there's a be'aloha in Arachayim, Semen Shinzayin, that says there's Amir Akum talking over there about Amir Akum. Amir Akum is even on a year telling the guy to eat Basim Acholah. As I stated be'aloha, the Haile Gachovitz Chaim brings it in Arachayim, Semen Shinzayin. But Al-Kaporim, that's talking about Basim Acholah. So in Achanami, in a simple situation, people have to know, to go and serve or order or allow a goy to eat something is not so poshant, even if it's not kosher food and even if it's a goy. Now, what are the, what are the times that it could be problematic? Number one, dealing with an isahana. For example, let's take a simple idea, basavaholov. To serve a goy basavaholov is good, or to order basavaholov, that could be an isahana. There's a, there's a halacha that everyone here knows. That halacha is, three times. One of the reasons why it's said in three times in the Torah is the isa hana. That means, a person cannot have hana from basav ha'cholav. Taz, Yerodeh, Simon, Tzadi, Dalet, also goes through the whole sugya as well. Even if you give it to a guy that you don't know, give it to an animal, shine him in the zoo. Not for different shyness, not for now. But I'll go him. If we're dealing with an isa hana, Yainesach, by the way, we'll have to discuss wine. We haven't yet discussed in the series wine. Chomets on Pesach, big shayla. We'll try to get to Blineda before Pesach. Big shayla allowing goyim uh, to order, you know, chomets in your office, in your in your factory, anything similar to that. Well, that's isahana. So leave the isahana to the side. Those halachas we just mentioned in a Hanami, if it's isahana, you're not allowed to have anah. You, the yid, is not allowed to have by serving it to the goy. Let's leave out basavacholov. It's not basavacholov. It's a piece of tray for meat. It's a piece of tray for meat. What's the problem? 
He's a guy. He's allowed to eat it. I didn't tell him to eat it. I'm not even I'm ordering it for him. Or I'm allowing them to order it with a company credit card. What about that? What if the guy, I'm not ordering it for the guy. The guy in charge of all the goyim is going to order it with the, with the, with the credit card belonging to the business. The business will pay for it. And the, the goyim are going to eat it. What's the shayla? Okay, so isahana we're not dealing with. The other uh, exception to this rule is if you have a trafe food that is not osabahana, but there's a problem called an isa mischar. There's an isa to do business with trafe food. We're not talking about isahana. We're not talking about basah v'chala, we're not talking about yainas, we're not talking about hobbits. about regular trade for food. There's an insta to do business with trade for food in that, co- in that case. You can call it commercial activity, the issa mischar, and that is an issa. What is the issa over here? Is it a daraisa? Is it a drabonon? Is it a chumrah? What's the, what's the sugi over here that we're saying there's an issa to do business with trade for food? So according to most poiskim, this is an issa daraisa, which means that we better don't even need a reason for it. Because there's an Isidoraisa. We're lucky that we have a Shach and a Taz in Yeridea Simon Kuf Yud Zayin, where the Shach and the Taz bring Ba'etzim two reasons. And by the way, the Makar for a lot of this, if you're looking, it's the Gemara in Psachim, the Gemara in Psachim, is the Makar for this, Shulchanach Yeridea Simon Kuf Yud Zayin. Al-Kobonim. Says the Shach and the Taz, two reasons. Why does an Issa for a Yid to do business with trade for food, even if Goyim are going to eat it. It's the number, reason number one, is if a Yid is being oisik in business with trade for food, he may forget. He may come to eat it. And therefore we're worried, if he's going to be oisik in it, he's busy with it, therefore we're worried he's going to come to eat it. That's reason number one. Reason number two, that if Yid is not busy with business of trade for foods, and things like that, then other people are going to think, ah, so it's mutter to eat it. If the Yidin are busy with it, must be it's mutter to do, which we know is not true. So therefore, says the Shach and the Taz, there are two reasons why we forbid a Yid to have any business activity with tray for food. Again, we have not yet answered the shy that we started with, is if a company is allowed to order tray for food for his workers. That we'll get to. What is included and what is not included in this prohibition? So any non-kosher fish, any non-kosher fowl or insects are all included in the Issa. Any animal that is not normally used for the food, like, for example, horses, donkeys, and things like that, household pets are not included, and therefore a person can buy and sell those items. That's Yerushalmi in Mesech the Shvi'ez, Perik Zayin, Halacha Aleph. Now that's allowed. Any kosher animal that became trait or was not shechted is included in this Issa. Non-kosher wine, which again is a whole sugya, which Be'ez HaShem will give a whole share on non-kosher wine, but non-kosher wine is included as well. People don't realize, by the way, people buy gifts for their goyesha workers with non-kosher wine, saying, okay, I'm not going to drink it, it's okay, I know it's not kosher, I'm just going to give it to the to the goyim for the for the chagol, for whatever it may be. I'm not saying, I don't know, I have no idea. Till we get to Hilchus Yainesach, we have to discuss it, that's more to us, but Pashas, it's included, because it's Issa Hano. If it's Issa Hano, you can't have Hano by giving it to goyim for presents in that case. Any food that is manufactured, what's that? Again? If it's specifically for animals to eat, then it could be okay. Um, that's a good question. Um, food manufactured 
Oh, so that's a good one. Shlomi is bringing up a case. If it's manufactured specifically for animal consumption, it's made for animals. They produce this, they manufacture this for animals in that case. Um, there are those that are, it depends what it is, by the way. There are those that are machme, by the way, in that case that would say that it would be included, but it really depends on what it is and who it's for and is it shy to get ever to human consumption as well. So that's a bit of a complicated one. We're not discussing pets right now, but in Akhanami, there are those who actually would say that would be a problem. Soap, uh, skins, furs, all of these things are excluded from the Issa that a person is allowed to have Hana and do business with it. Okay, so now let's go to another Shaila. Is a person allowed to work in a company, in a business that deals with non-kosher food? Okay, so I'm simply a worker in a, in a company. I'm a worker in an office, in a warehouse, whatever it may be. Am I allowed to work? in a company that deals with non-kosher food. So there are three sheetas we have to know. Sheeta number one, and you can look this up in the Mishnah in Shviyas, Perik, Zayin, Alocha, Gimel, with Mishnah Gimel, where the sheeta is that it's in an Issa, because there's an Issa Mishar, and even though, and this is a big Kiddush, because even though the Yid doesn't own the, the, the item, I'm not owning it, I'm simply working in the company. I'm simply stack, stacking the shelves. I'm simply busy in the office. What do you want from me? According to this shita, even though there is no ownership on the yid side, since he's conducting business with it, that would be problematic. As I said, that's the Mishnah in Shviz. There's a Heidegger Tshuva in the Beishloima, in Kovtsari Beis, the Marashag in Chela Beis, Simon Pei Aleph also, asks it because of that shita. That's shita number one. Shita number two is... That the only issa of working with non-kosher food is only by issa hana, and only on something where there's an issa that benefit from it. For example, easy example, basavacholav. But if it's a food that's not asa bahana, there's no issa. Why? Because I'm not owning it. I'm simply working in the company. And by working in the company, I'm not owning it. If I'm not owning it, according to the shita, it's going to be muta. As I use the shita of the chazanish in Shviyas, Yud Zayin, uh, Yud Gimel, Yud Zayin, the Dauki Chiva, the Minkatsha, in Kuf Yud Zayin, Yeridea, Sikot Nun, brings many, many shitas to say that the shita, if you're not owning it, and it's not Isabahana, then it's going to be muta. And then we have the third shita. The third shita is the shita of the Harikah Chassam Soifa. The Chassam Soifa holds there are two things that can trigger, you don't need both, one or the other, two things that can trigger an Issa of an Issa Mishar, which is an Issa of dealing with non-kosher food. Number one of the Chassam Soifa is the ownership. If the Yid owns it, which we'll have to discuss when I buy food for my workers in my office, who owns it? Me or the workers? That we'll get to. But I'll call him so far, the Chassam Soifa says, number one that can trigger the Issa is ownership. If Bailas, if the owner is a Yid, that's going to be an Issa. I don't care if it's Osabana or not Osabana, eating and not eating it, serving it to go, it's irrelevant. A Yid owns it, it's an Issa Misra, you can't do business. Number two, working with it. If a Yid is working with non-kosher food, that is considered to be an Issa in that case. Why? Because with Chayshish, when working with it, the Chassam Soifa says, you may come to eat it. Now, Rav Moshe has a tshuva in Yeridea, Chelik Aleph, Simonon Aleph, and Rav Moshe says, we paskin like this Chassam Soifa. This is the Halacha Lamaisa, as I state in Rav Moshe, which means, according to that, one of two things could trigger the Issa Vissa Mischa. Number one, the ownership of a Yid. Number two, working with it, okay? So, for example, when I received a phone call from a guy in Tel Aviv saying he works at a restaurant as a waiter, and they have an interesting special today, a special on the menu, right? Some of those in restaurants have today's special. What was the special today? Basar para muvushal b'chalav. 
right? Cow meat cooked in milk. You can't get more possible cholav than that, which agav would be another shani yodei simen peizayin. The gabbai the hilchas hanor shaboy is that considered to be hanor when I'm a waiter in a restaurant or I'm getting paid to serve? Is that considered to be an isa hanor? Number two, of course, shaila vlifne yiva, depending who's in the restaurant, of course, rachman alitzlon. But we're dealing with our shaila over here. Is that a shaila of isa miska in that case? According to the chasam soifa, it's going to be problematic, not because of the isa hanor. Even if they don't cook it, will be a problem. Why? Because there's an isa called an isa mischar for a yid to be busy with and working with non-kosher food in that case, even though there's no ownership. He's not owning it. I'm the waiter. All I do is serve it. That will be problematic. Whereas, flip over the coin and go to an office, for example. If you go to an office and all I am is I'm working in the office, doing the filing, doing the picture, whatever I'm doing over there with the warehouse, you know, filling shelves, whatever it may be. There's no ownership, but then I have a problem. According to that, maybe if I'm dealing with it, I'm touching it, I'm being oysted. If I'm simply working in an office, I don't even see the tray for food. Then according to that, that might even be good according to some soifer, because number one, I don't have ownership. And number two, I'm not being busy physically with the non-kosher food, and therefore there's no rashash. However, that being said, make sure to note, that I think some soifer brings down, that even though there's no two reasons, you should still not do it in that case. And maybe we'll just end with one last thing, that if you have a company and you have partnerships with investments and stocks and all sorts of things with goyish companies that sell trafer products, again, we're not dealing with Basel Hanum, we're talking about stamp trafer in that case. So it depends how much of an ownership you have in that case. Rabbi Moshe has a beautiful, famous shuva, Evan Ezra Chedek Aleph Simon Zion, where he says that if the investor has no say in the running of the company, if they're not calling you for meetings, so therefore you have a very small amount of stocks over there, we're not so worried that a person is over on any assumption and that could also apply to Shabbos, also apply to Chomets, and also apply to many other things. Tomorrow, as I said, we have to answer the Shaila, which we never answered. Is a Yiddish company allowed to order food for its kosher workers? That's not kosher. Join us for Ezra Hashem next time. Amen.